As President Biden meets with congressional leaders on the debt limit, Democrat Eric Sorensen says they can't play political games with people's lives. That's one of the things you need to know to start your day. I'm Ryan Denham. And I'm Jackson. Today is Tuesday, May 9th, and this is WGLT's leadoff. Support for WGLT and WGLT.org comes from the Central Illinois Regional Airport in Bloomington with four airlines for business and leisure travel. Flying Sierra offers a nearby location for departures and arrivals that includes free parking. More information at CIRA.com. Now let's lead off with students back in the classroom at Olympia, weeks after a fire damaged much of their school. Here's WGLT's Eric Stock. Cleanup went faster than expected at Olympia High School and Middle School. Fire caused substantial damage to the school building in rural Stanford last month. Superintendent Laura O'Donnell says the high school gym remains closed and four classrooms had to relocate, but it's otherwise back to normal. It's probably the best case scenario. We were out a little longer than we wanted to be, but Initially, we were told we wouldn't be back this whole year, and so we continued to push um, the restoration company, and they responded, and and so we were able to get kids back. O'Donnell says students are grateful to finish the school year back in the classroom after weeks of online learning. They are so thankful to be back, so I'm just glad we could end the year back in person, all of the the end-of-the-year activities. That includes a high school theater production that will go on as scheduled in the school auditorium. Olympia Middle School students will return last week for standardized testing. Olympia will move its high school graduation on May 21st to the football field. The school gym will be closed for renovations until next school year. The fire started in solar panels above the Olympia High School gym roof. O'Donnell says the cost estimate still isn't known, but the district expects insurance will cover most of the cost. She says an investigation is underway to see whether the solar company will have to pay for any damages. For the leadoff, I'm Eric Stock. Here's some other stories we're following in the WGLT newsroom. Police are looking for a fugitive, Michael Bacana from Normal, who failed to show up for the first day of his murder trial in Bloomington yesterday. He was out on bond, and police say he cut off his GPS ankle monitor. He's considered armed and dangerous. Several Unit 5 schools in West Normal and Heartland Community College were put on a heightened security status yesterday morning, though that was quickly lifted. Bloomington Mayor Mboko Milamwe says he hopes the city can reach an intergovernmental agreement with Connect Transit over the Market Street parking deck land by early fall. The mayor says the tentative demolition date for the aging parking deck is the end of the first quarter of 2025. The Town of Normal is asking members of the public to complete an online survey seeking input on public art in the community. That survey is open through the end of the month. You can find it on the town's website. And retired U.S. Ambassador Gita Passi has been appointed to the inaugural Donald F. McHenry Visiting Professor in Diplomacy and International Affairs at Illinois State University. You can read more on all these stories at WGLT.org. Democratic Congressman Eric Sorensen recently toured Uptown Normal and Downtown Bloomington with each community's mayor. WGLT's Lindsay Jones was there, too, and brings back this report. Federal funding requests for various projects in the Twin Cities have already been placed by both Peoria Republican and Congressman Darren LaHood and first-term Congressman and Democrat Eric Sorensen. Those projects include stormwater drainage improvements in Normal and the Locust Colton sewer separation in Bloomington, the funding request totaled more than $15 million. That funding has not been allotted by the government yet. Sorensen said his visit to the Bloomington Normal area is to understand where the money is being spent. 
For the two million requested for normals flooding issues in Uptown, Mayor Chris Coos described the problem as the result of a drainage system built for another time. When we developed the uh, stormwater system here in the early 2000s, uh, it was more than adequate. But we're getting 100, 150-year rains every year. Sorensen, the former Quad Cities and Rockford area meteorologist turned congressman, framed the town's stormwater flooding issues as less of an infrastructure problem and more of a big-picture problem with climate change. This right here is, is evidence that we're already going to spend money uh, because of what we're doing to our environment. In downtown Bloomington, Mayor Mboka Mulambwe said downtown's streetscape plans should be drafted by the end of the summer. So we're just, you know, it's just kind of a familiarization tour for for him to kind of see the downtown and get a feel for it and some of the things that we're trying to accomplish. Sorensen also spoke with reporters about other matters while he was in the area Friday, including the debt ceiling. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has said the U.S. could default on its bills if the debt ceiling is not raised. And over the weekend, she warned of forthcoming, quote, economic calamity. Sorensen said bipartisan solutions are necessary for the ongoing debate over whether Congress will vote to increase the United States borrowing limit. President Biden and Republican House Speaker Kevin McCarthy are set to meet on Tuesday to discuss the debt ceiling for the first time since February. I'm optimistic um, now that the speaker wants to talk with the president about how we're going to solve the problem. We can't play political gamesmanship on the lives of people. A twin issue with federal funding is also the budget deficit, which is estimated to now be over a trillion dollars. Sorensen indicated he did not support drastic cuts to services like Social Security and Medicare, the largest and mandatory federal spending programs. We're coming out on the other side of the pandemic. Of course, we need to spend in places where we can because we're talking about people's lives. They need help. The first term Democrat said he would prefer another measure like tax increases on the nation's wealthiest earners. We need to make sure that the money that's taken in from taxes is spent well. And and that means not having tax cuts for the wealthy. That doesn't make sense to give the wealthiest 1% a tax cut. And Sorensen also offered reporters his thoughts on Florida Governor Ron DeSantis's upcoming visit to central Illinois. Congressman Darren LaHood said the Republican possible presidential hopeful will be his guest at the Peoria Taswell Lincoln Day dinner set for this Friday. It's a GOP donor event. Here's Eric Sorensen. Whatever these national politicians are going to do in the future is up to them. I mean, if, if he wants to come and, uh, and campaign in central Illinois, maybe it's an opportunity for, for us to be able to say, you know what, we're a welcoming place. Um, we're a great place. I'm Lindsay Jones. Sorensen represents Illinois' 17th Congressional District, which includes parts of Bloomington Normal. Before we let you go, the Bloomington Liquor Commission meets today at 4 o'clock at the Government Center downtown. On the agenda is a license for the big Tailgates and Tallboys Music Festival coming up in mid-June. And that's it for today. I'm your co-host, Jackson, from Parkside Elementary School in Normal. You can subscribe to the Lead Off podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or the NPR app.